Hey folks, got Dave from Opposing Matrix here. How are you? Raise up my mic just a little bit. There we go. Well, folks, we're starting out this show this week uh, with a new computer or a new used computer. Um, it's got a <clears throat> i7-9700 in it and uh, it's 32 megabytes of RAM, gigabytes, excuse me. And uh, what else? Nice size hard drive. And it's built to rock and roll. So anyway, I had to do that because the other computer started to fail on me, as you know, last week when uh, Brian couldn't hear me. <clears throat> it was definitely internal computer stuff. So anyway, um, <laughs> we'll see. A uh, little health update. Um, came back the other day that my vertebrae has lost more of itself. And uh, so anyway, sitting here at the computer doesn't hurt too much, but uh, walking around a lot is interesting. Um, let's see, what else? <laughs> um, getting more progress done on the home here. It looks a lot different than it did a few months ago, doesn't it? So it's getting there. Hallelujah. So tonight we're going to talk about uh, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. Man, I get close to saying Les Schwab all the time. Um, and I apologize to those who work at Les Schwab because there should be no comparison whatsoever. And none is meant to be made here. Um, he, <clears throat> he's... We're going to look at his a uh, little bit of his biography tonight because he uh, his father was friends with Adolf Hitler, and uh, that speaks a lot right there. But uh, I, I just don't get it, folks. What is it about Germany and world leaders rising up to to take over the world? You know, uh, World War One was uh, started by Germany. World War Two started by Germany, Adolf Hitler, and now it looks like. World War Three and or um, the Great Reset <clears throat> is going to be started by a German. Now, you can argue that Hitler is an Austrian, yeah, but he spoke German, and the German people accepted him, so he must have had some German heritage, right? So, okay, so where do we go from here? <laughs> Sorry, folks, it's been a kind of a weird day. I've slept most of the day, and... Um, kind of in the ozone here but uh we'll get through this so we're gonna yeah we're gonna look at um klaus schwab's uh resume so to speak his uh little biography um and then another uh, thing we're gonna look at and i'm going in backwards order here there's an article printed on a new age site it talks about the evil of klaus schwab and one thing i'm gonna pose right ahead of time is that the the New Age is um, basically borrows the tenets of the Eastern religions, okay? Not totally, but mostly. And those religions are based on reincarnation. And in reincarnation, if a person dies, a lot of Hindus, and let's put it this way, a lot of Hindus and Buddhists that are in a poor state, they accept their poor state because this is, for lack of better words, penance that they're paying for what they did in a past life. Uh, maybe they abuse uh, their servants in a last life, according to uh, that tradition, which I don't believe in. And I don't think I know doesn't even exist. 
Um, it's just part of the Hindu and Buddhist tradition. But um, so if people don't value life that much in that setting, why are they worried about Klaus Schwab? They should see it as an opportunity to send a lot of souls away, you know, into the nether world, Netherlands, not Netherlands, uh, nether worlds. Sorry, Netherlands, I didn't mean that. Um, so that they can come back and maybe to a better state. So it should be a good thing for people, according to the uh, reincarnation tradition. So all this hubbub about them worrying about it, I don't understand. So, um, and I, I know that from, from working with uh, some Hindus and some Buddhists in the past that um, they didn't really care that much um, that I, this has been my experience um, that they didn't really care that much about others because they were just muddling through this life. So they could get to the next one and whatever lot fell upon them in the next life. Well, that's what happened. Um I know that that's probably not the norm, but it just happens to be the people that I ran into that that uh, follow that tradition or those religions, whatever you want to call it. So um, anyway, uh, them getting all worked up about it, I just don't get it, you know. And you're going to see in a couple of these different articles um, that uh, their main enemy is Christianity and Judaism, which is the Judeo-Christian ethic, you know, and they, they want to get rid of that because that holds people accountable, okay? Because we believe that there's only one life and then the judgment. So we better be good in this life, and we better come to know our Savior in this life because it's going to matter a lot in the next life. It's going to matter where you go after you shut your eyes for the last time here on Earth. Um, so without further ado, and I do not know how long the show is going to go, folks. It'll go as long as I get through these articles and maybe talk a little bit about stuff. And um, But you'll you'll know Klaus, um, <laughs> I almost said Klaus Barbie. Now, he was a guy that ran a concentration camp during World War II. And they discovered him living, I think it was in Michigan. And they uh, deported him and uh, he, was, he went through a court and was judged... Uh, guilty i don't know what ever happened to him i think he died um that was a long time ago too that was like in the 80s so um anyway uh yeah so we'll go into uh first talking about klaus schwab's right hand man says that there's too many people in the world okay and he's got a solution for it now this guy is dangerous his name is yuval which if you look in your bible the name jubal jubal j-u-b-a-l well, you got to realize there's no J in the Hebrew uh, alphabet. So most of those words start with Y. Like Jerusalem is Yerushalayim. Jesus is Yeshua. Um, you name it. Uh, Joshua is Yehoshua. Uh, Jeroboam is Jeroboam. Um, actually, I think his name is a little different, but it still starts with a Y. Anyway, uh, so Yuval Noah Harari is this joker's name. I call him a joker because when all is said and done, he's taken the down train, you know? Uh, he might even be cast into the lake of fire if I, he is who I think he is. Um, and we can get into that later on, I guess. But anyway, uh, without further ado, let's start with these articles, okay? And um, here, I got to go here and then hit this. 
so you can see it too. Okay. And it says Klaus Schwab's right-hand man calls for mass extinction event to usher in the great reset. And what I like to do with these uh, articles and I'll, you know, I always do this because you might be your first time listening. Um, I always read the, um, the keywords down at the bottom, the hashtags down, you know, down uh, right underneath the title. So this was published Monday, October 31st today. That is uh, by Ethan Huff, and he's the guy that runs the the natural news. Um, Interesting. The other day he was hosting. um, Oh, what the heck is the name of that show? (laughs) Anyway, I'll I'll think of it. But he was there hosting it, and um, which shows me that all these guys have uh, camaraderie, which is kind of neat. Alex Jones show. That's what it was. Okay, so these hashtags are conspiracy, deception, depopulation, evil, freedom, global agenda, globalist elite, great reset, Klaus Schwab, mass extinction, new world order, population control, transhumanism, WEF, and then World Economic Forum. And then Yuval Noah Harari. And Yuval is spelled Y-U-V-A-L. Okay. And it starts out, If you, I'm going to describe this from time to time for the people that are going to be listening to this instead of watching it. Okay. It starts out with a mound of skulls. And I think this is a scene from Cambodia, actually, uh, when Pol Pot was uh, on his murderous uh, genocide. So... Anyway, let's go ahead here. Natural News. Another leaked video has emerged to show that the World Economic Forum, WEF, excuse me, led by the infamous globalist kingpin, Klaus Schwab, is planning to unleash mass genocide as the catalyst for its promised Great Reset. Yuval Noah Harari, who is described as Schwab's right-hand man, is on the promotional tour right now, shilling a new book he allegedly wrote. That manuscript asked questions like, what do we need so many humans for? Hmm. Hey, if there wasn't so many of us, you wouldn't have so much fun killing us, right? Okay. Um, Now that the globalists have attained near total control over pretty much everything, they appear ready to cull the human herd of human slaves. It began in this latest installment with with the Wuhan virus, COVID-19, pandemic followed by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, invasion of Ukraine. Uh, There is also skyrocketing inflation, supply chain failures, food shortages, crop destruction, and other economic instability, all things that are swirling into the perfect storm of global shock and awe. Referring to non-globalists as common people. (laughs) Oh, the common people. Let them eat cake. All right. The common people who are fully disposable. Harari's latest leak statements reveal a profound attitude of self-perceived superiority and globalist supremacy. He's a gas bag. Um, Harari says that common folk below, below him are right to be fearful of the future because their lives could end at any moment. And that would not be a great loss, he says, because non-globalists are redundant. You bet we are. Okay. 
we just don't need the vast majority of you, says Israeli globalists. And that's unfortunately, he's an Israeli. Uh, I hate when things like this happen. Anyway, in a future run by smart people, Harari went on to state, common people will naturally face increased feelings of anxiety and fear about being left behind. Interesting that they use that term. And he is technically right. Those who refuse to board the Ark of Christ will, in fact, be left on Harari's globalist dystopia. We just don't need the vast majority of you, Harari stated out loud without shame, believing himself to be in- invincible. If you saw this guy, <laughs> he looks like a stick man. He really is. He looks like he's um, like he uh, throws up his food or something. I don't know. He just doesn't look. He looks like a walking skeleton. Uh, Check him out sometime. Just type in his name and then look for pictures on Google. So here we go. Go back to the article. As we previously reported, Harari, an Israeli historian and professor at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, openly admitted that he and the rest of his globalist cabal are unleashing transhumanism as their own personal technological Noah's Ark, meaning that they believe the lie that tampering with their DNA and genetic blueprints will somehow grant them eternal, excuse me, eternal life. Then um, the rest of us are either eliminated or turned into their permanent slaves. <clears throat> Talking about this kind of thing being used, used to be scoffed at and labeled conspiracy theory, but now we have the plan coming straight from the mouth of the globalist cabal itself, right out in the open with no shame. Rockefeller Foundation uh, official Alan Gregg is another outspoken globalist who recently declared that the world has a cancer and that cancer is mankind, excluding himself, of course. Prince Philip, the late Queen Elizabeth's husband, likewise believed that humanity is a cancer and he wished he could eradicate, that he wished he could eradicate by dying and coming back to life as a killer virus. The now destroyed Georgia Guidestones, (laughs) I like reading that, I'm going to do it again. The now destroyed Georgia Guidestones uh, revealed that the globalist plan for their envisioned New World Order involves reducing the current population of the world from roughly 8 billion to to the current number of just 500 million. Former President Bill Clinton, unbeknownst to many, signed a so-called biodiversity treaty during his tenure that uh, contains an explicitly stated goal of reducing the world's population to 1 billion, at least as a start. Didn't know that, did you? Well, neither did I. (laughs) Okay. And I pushed a button I shouldn't have pushed. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Bill Clinton. Okay. At the grassroots level, the globalists have done an exceptionally exceptional job of programming millions of Westerners into supporting mass genocide through abortion and even infanticide, the latter consisting of murder of a child after he or she is already left the womb. George Orwell warned us about these times, writes Bastard Dimitri from News Punch. He said that they would convince us that war is peace. He's right. Um, How right he, he was. Want to keep up with the latest news about the globalist visit globalism.news. 
And let's see, sources of this article include are come from newspunch.com and naturalnews.com, which is where we've been reading from. So anyway, so there you have it. Klaus Schwab wants to get rid of me and you because we're common people. And we refuse to take the shot and we refuse to bow down to Klaus Schwab and his his Nazis and everything else. So um, whether it'll happen in my lifetime, I don't know. But it looks like it's event, uh, it's going to happen eventually. So um, let's see. Where are we going to go after that? Let's get rid of that article. Okay. And then we're going to go down to the next one. Now, this is a New Age article. Okay. And I'll show you how it's New Age. Um, first of all, the name of the website is Era of Light. Awaken, the new world is here. <laughs> um Usually if they're starting to talk about light and uh, light, light consciousness and vibrations and stuff like that, it's new age. But if you look over here on the right, it talks about the Federation of Light with an open heart. Okay, that's definitely new age. Uh, let's see. St. Germain is a entity that is um, channeled by a few people. Uh, uh, let's see. Healing our morphogenetic field. Uh, Merlin Earth is a marvelous playground. Uh, let's see. Mira, Mira from the planet, Mira, Mira from the Palladian High Council um, says eyes on you. Anyway, just look at some of their articles. You know, it's really easy to see. That's a new age site. But th like I said, they have a problem with um, the WEF, World Economic Forum. And, you know, even though in... in um, the realm of uh, philosophy who are sort of enemies um, at the same time where I guess we're together in this, this one thought anyway. Um, so evil WF leader caught planning mass extinction event to inner circle it was posted on 10, 25, 22 by era of light. Okay, another week, another leaked video from the World Economic Forum featuring Klaus Schwab's advisors casually discussing their plans to depopulate the planet. <laughs> Can you imagine just sitting around like it's every day, you know, oh, how's your wife, Vera? Oh, she's fine. And by the way, uh, I want to talk about uh, getting rid of 8 billion people and how easy it might be. You know, it's... Uh, let's let's drink over a couple of brandies and we can just talk about this. Anyway, that's how I imagine it going on. Um, according to these two WEF stooges, all religious groups are opposed to the World Economic Forum because religions want to want more souls, and the WEF wants less on the planet. At what point do we stop and say enough? How many times does the World Economic Forum have to declare? their sinister intentions before the world stops and listens. Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, here we go again, Yuval Noah Harari, who has a history of saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> this is so true. You got to listen to some of this stuff. And last week, he admitted that many people, what many people have long suspected, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who has a history, oh, wow. That's weird. <laughs> that uh, paragraph is repeated twice. Okay, continue on here. According to Harari, who is promoting his new book, 
the big political question of the 21st century, why do we need so many humans for? And it's not even the first time Yuval Noah Harari has let slip regarding their plans for humanity. He recently declared that the WEF considers the vast majority of human population to be obsolete, useless, and redundant. According to Harari, so-called common people have a right to be fearful of the future that they may be made redundant. The WEF advisor assessed the widespread anxiety among common people as being rooted in a fear of being left behind in a future run by the smart people. (laughs) Man, can you say narcissist or sociopath or probably psychopath if he wants to call that many humans? Um, Let's see. Such fears are justified, according to Harari, who spoke on behalf of the elites and confirmed we just don't need the vast majority of you. All right. Harari's comments are deeply disturbing because uh, when they are placed into context with comments by other WEF advisors and affiliates like Bill Gates, it becomes clear that they have have disablement and depopulation on their mind. And the U.S. is working hard to in glove with the WEF. Here is Christina Figueres uh, letting the cat out of the bag about the plans of the elite. Alan Gregg, an official for the Rockefeller Foundation said, Foundation, said that the world has a cancer and a cancer is man. Uh, this is almost like reading the same thing over again, but there might be some good things in here that aren't, weren't in the other one. Okay, so I'll continue. Uh, Prince Philip, Queen Elizabeth's husband, said that if he was reincarnated, he wished to return to Earth as a killer virus to lower the human population levels. A nice guy, that, Philip. Jacques Cousteau said that we need to eliminate 350,000 people a day. Media mogul Ted Turner said that we need a 95% decline in population. Okay, Ted, you first. These guys for the New World Order want want to reduce the population of the world from its present 7 billion to about half a billion. Charles Worcester um, of the Environmental Defense Fund said people are the case of cause of all problems. We need to get rid of some of them. Bill Clinton signed the Biodiversity Treaty that said that we need to reduce the Earth's population to 1 billion. Peter Singer, an influential Princeton professor, who is teaching your children wants to have abortions after the baby's born. You've got 28 days to decide if you want to keep it, keep it. I'm going to say him or her. Um, He said, Christianity is our enemy. If the animal rights movement is to succeed, we must destroy the Judeo Christian religious tradition. Apparently animals have more rights than humans. Maybe that's why the powers that be are promoting Abortion parties. Oh, that's gross. And maybe that's why the shots are causing mass deaths. But if you never hear about it in the mainstream media because they are brought about and paid for by Pfizer. And we got to watch this video. You're going to see that with your own eyes. And maybe that's why they're promoting obesity, which the last time anyone checks leads to diabetes and early grave. The body positively movement at promotes obese bodies as healthy and being pushed hard by the mainstream media, which now celebrates uh, created to brainwash the children. 
with the new celebrities created to brainwash the children. Okay. Maybe that's why an insulin factory was blown up just in, at the nick of time, causing an insulin shortage when it's needed the most. Of course, the mainstream has been, the mainstream has been corralled into the mass formation psychosis <clears throat> and they refuse to listen to it. If you try to speak, uh, we try to speak sense to them, any issues, according to the mainstream in 2020, obesity is healthy. The vaccines are not causing problems to, uh, problems to, are not causing people to kneel over and die and abortion is love. George Orwell warned us about these times when he said we, we he said would convince us that war is peace. He was right. Watch. Okay. A lot of the stuff that we read is, is said in this, um, but I, I want to play it anyway because it kind of puts uh, a picture together, okay? So here we go. Another week, another leaked video from the World Economic Forum featuring Klaus Schwab's advisors casually discussing their plans to depopulate the planet. According to these two WEF stooges, all religious groups are opposed to the World Economic Forum because religions want more souls and the WEF wants less on the planet. So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief actually in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are reluctant to That's my to trouble. Bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> all the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls. I want less on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's real funny. At what point do we stop and say enough? How many times does the World Economic Forum have to declare their sinister intentions before the world stops and listens? Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who has a history of saying the quiet part out loud, recently admitted what many people have long suspected. According to Harari, who is promoting his new book, the big political question of the 21st century is, what do we need so many humans for? And it's not even the first time Yuval Noah Harari has let slip regarding their plans for humanity. He recently declared that the WEF considers the vast majority of the human population to be obsolete, useless and redundant. According to Harari, so-called common people are right to be fearful of a future in which they will be made redundant. The WEF advisor assessed the widespread anxiety among common people as being rooted in a fear of being left behind in a future run by smart people. Such fears are justified according to Harari who spoke on behalf of the elites and confirmed, we just don't need the vast majority of you. If you go back to the middle of the 20th century, and it doesn't matter if you're in the United States with Roosevelt or if you're in Germany with Hitler or if you're in, in, in the USSR with Stalin, and you think about building the future, then your building materials are those millions of people who are working hard in the factories, in the farms, the soldiers in the... You need them. You don't have any kind of future without them. Um, and now fast forward to, to the early 21st century when we just don't need the vast majority of the population. Because? Because uh, the, the future is about developing more and more sophisticated technology, like, again, artificial intelligence, bioengineering. Most people don't contribute anything to that, except perhaps for their data. 
And whatever people are still doing, which is useful, these technologies increasingly will make redundant and will make it possible to, to replace the, the people. Harari's comments are deeply disturbing because when they are placed in context with comments by other WEF advisors and affiliates like Bill Gates, it becomes clear that they have disablement and depopulation on their mind. And the UN is working hand in glove with the WEF. Here is Christiana Figueres letting the cat out of the bag about the plans of the elite. Isn't it true that stopping the rise in population would be one of the biggest levers in driving the rise in greenhouse gases? Is that Well, I, I mean, we all know we expect 9 billion, right, by, by 2050. Um, so, yes, obviously less people would exert less um, pressure on the natural resources, and, um, and, and that's... It's so is 9 math. billion a foregone conclusion that's like baked in, done, not gonna, no way to change that? Well, there again, there's pressure in the system um, to go toward that. We, we can definitely change those, right? We can definitely change those numbers. Um, and we really should make every effort to change the numbers because we are already today, already exceeding the planetary carrying capacity today. Alan Gregg, an official founder for the Rockefeller Foundation, said the world has cancer and the cancer is man. Prince Philip, Queen Elizabeth's husband, said if he could be reincarnated, he would wish to return to Earth as a killer virus to lower human population levels. A nice guy, that Philip. Jacques Cousteau said we need to eliminate 350,000 people a day. Media mogul Ted Turner said we need a 95% decline in population. Okay, Ted, you first. These guys for the New World Order want to reduce the population of the world from its present 7 billion to half a billion. Charles Worcester of the Environmental Defence Fund said people are the cause of all problems and we need to get rid of some of them. Bill Clinton signed the Biodiversity Treaty that said we need to reduce the Earth's population to 1 billion. Peter Singer, an influential Princeton professor who is teaching your children, wants to have abortions after the baby's born. You've got 28 days to decide if you want to keep it. He said Christianity is our enemy. If the animal rights movement is to succeed, we must destroy the Judeo-Christian religion tradition. Apparently, animals have more rights than humans. Maybe that's why the powers that be are promoting abortion parties. And maybe that's why the shots are causing mass deaths. But you'll never hear about that on the mainstream media because they are bought and paid for by Pfizer. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. 
brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. And maybe that's why they're promoting obesity, which last time anyone checked leads to diabetes and an early grave. The body positivity movement promotes obese bodies as healthy and is being pushed hard by the mainstream media with new celebrities created to brainwash the children. Maybe that's why an insulin factory was blown up just in the nick of time to cause an insulin shortage when it's needed the most. I got us donuts. Those are so bad for you. Oh no, are they moldy? I mean, are they poisoned? Are you allergic? No, I'm just saying. Mm. You're judging my food choices based on a false standard of health again, aren't you? Guilty. Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food and it shows up everywhere. For instance, harmful thought patterns like earning food through exercising or that dessert is the reward for the punishment of eating vegetables. Remember that you do not need to earn food. We are all incorrectly taught from a young age that our size and therefore the foods that we eat are markers of our self-worth. Moralizing food can lead to harmful relationships with food and disordered eating. Instead of focusing on good and bad choices, try to approach food with neutrality in mind. The only foods that are bad for you are foods that contain allergens, poisons, and contaminants. (coughs) Or food that is spoiled or is otherwise inedible. Eat without guilt regardless of what society says. Of course, the mainstream has been corralled into a mass formation psychosis and they will refuse to listen to you if you try and speak sense to them about any of these issues. According to the mainstream in 2020, obesity is healthy, the vaccines are not causing people to kill over and die, and abortion is love. George Orwell warned us about these times. He said they would convince us that war is peace. How right he was. Well, that was quite interesting. Um, the one lady that was talking about food, it was, her name was Savage X Fatty. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, you got some sick people out there trying to promote some sick things. Huh? Oh boy, stop the world and let me off, Lord. Um yeah, let's see. All right. Now we're going to have an education on, I almost said Klaus Barbie again, on Klaus Schwab. Maybe Klaus Schwab's dad knew Klaus Barbie. Maybe they were good friends or something. Um, and you're going to find out that um, Mr. Schwab has, uh, well, let's just, let's just look at this and read it. I'm going to be reading here, so... Uh, Okay, let's do this. Share on screen. There he is. Him and Papa. Papa Schwab. Okay. The article is titled Pulitzer Pulitzer Worthy! Um, Exclamation point. Klaus Schwab's Nazi roots finally traced. And it's by Stephen Silvu. Um, and he's got in, in uh, quotations, Silvio Const- 
Tinescu. <laughs> okay. I grew up on the East Coast, folks, where everybody was in Western uh, European and Southern European. So some of these names just very hard for me to read. Um, anyway, February 28, 2021. So this has been out for a while. Uh, let's see. Okay, um, it starts out here, uh, Unlimited Hangout, and Michael uh, McKibben took it from took it from We Left It and did such a top-class job uh, where we got stuck. All right, let me skip that. Schwab, Schwab, genealogy and history. Schwab is a locational German name, first given to someone who lived in the medieval dukedom of Swabia, um, in southwest Germany, now Bavaria. This region took its name from the first century BCE Germanic tribe given the Latin name Suvi or Suvi. Schwab family history was first recorded in Franconia and Mecklenburg and includes Ulrich Schwab, the first count of uh, Nemero. Uh, variations of the spelling include Schwab, Schwabel, and Schwab, America, American Schwab genealogy began around 1700 in Pennsylvania and includes financier uh, Charles Schwab. Okay. However, many Jews settling in Schwabia uh, took the name, uh, name uh, the name Schwab, I guess, and that's why it's erroneously perceived as a Jewish name in some areas. Uh, that also played a historic role in the event that shapes our lives. Uh, before I continue, let me explain something to you, okay? Maybe you don't know. Maybe you do know this, and it's just going to be redundant to you. But um, the Jews immigrated into Germany. They were asked to come in uh, many, many centuries ago. And uh, with the promise that they'd be take, you know, taken care of, they wouldn't be persecuted and everything. And so they moved in, and they didn't have German names at that time, obviously. Um, so they were told in an edict that they needed to take German names if they wanted to remain in Germany and be loyal to, to Germany, so to speak. So they did. And they took common names like Schwab, Zimmerman, um, you name it. <laughs> okay. Um, so later on, um, a lot of Germans didn't like this because they didn't want to be associated with Jews or as being Jewish. So they added an extra... And if, if it ended in end, like Zimmerman, um, which happens to be Bob Dylan's uh, real last name, uh, with one N, and then um, with two Ns is usually um, is usually German, okay, and exclusively German. So uh, if if you saw a name, I don't know, I can't think of another name right now, a uh, German name that has two ends. That person is definitely of uh, pure German heritage, and if not, then they're from Jewish heritage. So, a little uh, factoid for you this night. Okay, a certain Jewish woman got involved with the Schwabs that eventually came out as Nazi collaborators and Holocaust profiteers, and Klaus Schwab came to be. Ooh. It's got a picture of uh, him standing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's that's got to be him standing next to a woman. But I don't think that's a Jewish woman. Okay. Uh, and this article gets really weird, and I got to go uh -huh. down pretty far. Okay. 
Uh, WEF is an insider trading fraud circus backed by Schwab. Schwab, excuse me. Um, our discoveries about Klaus Schwab should be proved should be proved beyond question that the WEF is utterly fraudulent and an enemy of all humanity. WEF means meets every year in early February in Davos, Switzerland, to map out their dystopic plans. We will show you. We will show below that they are criminal and human frauds. We will also show that Klaus Schwab is a sociopath with pathological mommy issues. <laughs> okay. It's funny how Sigmund Freud keeps coming back again and again and again. Um, we have learned with these corruptocrat biographies that the information they hide is always highly instructive to the true characters. Schwab's hometown, Ravensburg, Germany, was the first German city to practice eugenics, that is, killing useless eaters. Ravensburg was a transport hub for the stolen Nazi gold to the West to the Swiss Bank for international settlements run by Pilgrim Society. Uh, that's the actual society, Pilgrim Society, uh, spies uh, Alan W. Dulles, later the CIA director in 1953 to 61. Edward W. Pauley, Allied Reparations, and William J. Donovan, a director of the OSS, uh, the MI6 controlled precursors to the CIA, Dulles's boss. Schwab's family company, Escher Weiss, uh, exploited slave labor and Allied POWs, manufacturing key nuclear bomb making technologies for Adolf Hitler in South Africa sold Swiss flamethrowers to the Nazis and was named the National Socialist Model Company by Adolf Hitler. Are you starting to see what's going on here? Schwab, uh, Schwab's Escher Weiss company was protected not only by Hitler, but also by Switzerland, Britain, and America, making Schwab a criminal foreign meddler in every sense. Schwab Escher's Weiss, Hitler named it a National Socialist Model Company. And I guess that's the award they got down there. It's a picture of a swastika with a red circle surrounding it and um, a uh, black circle inside the red and a black circle outside the red. And it says uh, National Socialistische and then uh, D period A period P period, uh, period at the bottom. Uh, and it stands, that stands for the uh, Socialist People's Party. Okay. Klaus's hidden Nazi past. Klaus's mainstream media and academia propagandists have hidden his Nazi past in the blizzard of awards. WEF programs, ghostwritten books, speeches, interviews, honorary professorships, and doctorates from all over the world. AFI researchers have dubbed Klaus um, old sourpuss because he almost never smiles. Now we know why. He knows he is a fraud, a circus barker who grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth and whose heart has nothing good to share with the world. Klaus also hides that his biological mother was Jewish. In his um, just published propaganda, Stakeholder Capitalism, Wiley, New York, 2021, Klaus wrote on the dedication page that his mother was Erica Eprecht. And he says, to my parents, Eugene Wilhelm, Wilhelm Schwab and Erica Eprecht, 
who taught me firsthand the value of education, collaboration, and a stakeholder principle. And this is in this is a bold-faced lie. Okay. Klaus's birth mother was Jewish, a Jewess, Emma Gillis uh, Tekulis uh, Schwab, and she used a uh, maiden name of uh, Killian. Uh, Klaus and his older brother Hans Ernest were born to Eugene, Eugene uh, Wilhelm Schwab and Emma Gisela Dekelius Schwab, uh, born Killian, in Ravensburg, March 30th, 1938, and Karlsruhe, October 13th, 1927, respectively. Hans, uh, Hans Ernest did not disown his Jewish mother Emma like his brother Klaus has. On December 9, 1938, Emma Schwab immigrated to the United States as Gisela Schwab, leaving her suckling infant Klaus presumably forever. Um, was she fleeing Hitler's Jewish persecution? Possibly. Was Klaus's 50% Jewish blood being buried and replaced by pure Aryan persona? Uh, probably, especially considering that his father and his father's long life silence about her. By contrast, wife Erica was a sturdy, was sturdy arrogant stock, Aryan, excuse me, stock, uh, acceptable to the Nazis. She was from Zurich, born December 31st, 1906, and like Vladimir Lenin, Erica lived just 10 minute taxi ride from Escher Weiss Turbine Manufacturing Campus in Zurich, according to the 1935 uh, city directory. Klaus, uh, Klaus's pretend mother, Erica worked in a personnel recruiting in Zurich Ravensburg registry officials with unhelpful, with unhelpful, were unhelpful with birth, marriage, and divorce records for Eugene William Schwab. So no records um, of the divorce from Emma or remarriage to Erica were ever discovered. However, we do see Eugene and Erica traveling to Brazil in 1960, presumably to visit Hans Ernest and Escher Weiss. Uh, that Hans managed, Escher Weiss, now Sulzer Ag and Andritz Ag, um, as well as Hilda F uh, Hilda's uh, Festo Ag, all have large footprints in Brazilian history then and today. Since Klaus hides his Jewish mother, Emma, never speaking of her, we can only surmise that he suffers deep-seated abandonment issues even now. Uh, this begs the question how this how this lifelong maternal abandonment has affected his moral and spiritual priorities, evidently badly. Eugene W. Swab was a nuclear hawking was a nuclear hawking Ravensburg city father. Klaus's father, Eugene William Schwab, was the managing director of Escher Weiss and Company in 1938 when Klaus was born in Ravensburg, Germany, and continued with the company as president emeritus until his death in 1982. Escher Weiss was founded in 1805 and developed a unique engineering, manufacturing, and high-strength materials capability focused on gas turbines, compressors, power generation, heat pumps, and hydraulics, uh, ships, thermal and hydroelectric power, and related automotive uh, automation controls. Klaus has hidden Escher Weiss, Weiss's uh, Nazi sins his entire life or career. Uh, they are only now emerging. 
A few other researchers seem to have unearthed this evidence just recently as well. Much of it has been suppressed behind top secret archives in Switzerland, Germany, Britain, and the United States, only recently released after 90 plus years of inhuman diabolical suppression. First, at the time of Klaus's birth in 1938, Escher Weiss had already been helping the German government build compressors, turbines, and other critical elements for an emerging nuclear industry uh, since 1929. Uh, so it stands to reason that Hitler came, that as Hitler came to power, he coddled Escher Weiss and the Schwabs. The British 1965 propaganda film, The Heroes of Telemark, is about the Nazi heavy water manufacturing plant in Norway. That plant was built by Escher Weiss. Wow. There was an American movie, too, where the bombers were trained to uh, go and bomb a dam uh, that was supplying a factory that uh, made heavy water for the Nazis, too. I wonder if they were related. Okay, second, as Klaus grew into Escher Weiss Schwab's family business, he watched his father, Eugen, uh, make top-secret deals with South Africa to supply key components for a nuclear bomb. Then when Klaus graduated from university in Zurich, funded by Escher Weiss, he was immediately assigned to handle a 10,000 employee merger between Escher Weiss and Sulzer Ag. Uh, the merged company continued to supply nuclear bomb capabilities to South Africa with Klaus leading the effort right up until 1971 when he started the European management and very possibly afterwards. Finally, <clears throat> The Bill Clinton pardon of Mark Rich on January 20th, 2001, and Hillary's Uranium One, 2009, come into focus. Rich was busting, was busting nuclear sanctions for Klaus, uh, Schwab's, uh, Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum cronies. Pardon me. Okay. South Africa was busting U.S. nuclear armament sanctions, clearly a ruse to fool the world public. Uh, for Sulzer Esch Weiss using Mark Rich, the notorious Swiss fugitive who famously pardoned, who was famously pardoned by Bill Clinton on January 20th, 2001. This fact alone places Klaus Schwab on a list of aiding and abetting convicted criminals like Mark Rich. CIA archive documents show that Escher Weiss and Sulzer were being directed by the U.S. Department of Energy and State Department this would logically mean that Klaus Schwab was a triple agent uh, working simultaneously for one, the CIA, M MI6, UN, British American uh, Pilgrim Society, two, Nazis, now Germany, and three, Switzerland. Do we really want a triple agent lying spy uh, running the Great Reset and black build back better? Okay. Third. Escher Weiss was on the largest employer, one of the largest employers in Ravensburg, Germany. For Escher Weiss was the first city in Escher Weiss was the first city in Nazi Germany to practice eugenics principle, to murder useless eaters, emerging from uh, Kaiser Wilhelm Institute, something like the National Institute of Health in the U.S or Taviastock Institute in the uh, UK. Fifth, contrary to the propaganda stories about Ravensburg's lack of war-making industries, 
as a reason why the Allies did not bomb the city and its Escher-Weiss industries. We discovered many Ravensburg, many Ravensburg unconfessed, unconfessed sins surrounding the Schwabs and Escher-Weiss. Besides parts for ships, airplanes, and submarines and power plants, Escher-Weiss brokered flamethrowers built in their Zurich plant and sold to the Nazis. This information comes from the U.S. archives. This would have been ha better handled by Eugene Schwab with, with a then about five-year-old Klaus at his side. They also supplied turbines, compressors, and propellers for Nazi ships and submarines, as well as gas turbines for uh, powering the nuclear, the, excuse me, powering the war machine, um, in addition to their nuclear technology which, thank God, they never got or completed. <laughs> Escher Weiss exploited slave labor, uh, Jewish, Russian, Gypsy, homosexual, Hungarian, Romanian, Polish, as well as allied POWs being a national socialist model company. Uh, this would certainly have included Dr. Joseph Mengele's biological war crimes, the angel of death. Uh, Klaus and Hilda's interlocking companies uh, employer over 500, employee over 500, or excuse me, 50,000 today, all fed by WEF insider trading. Just want to see how long this article is, folks. I don't. Okay. Let's see if there's anything else that. Um... Let's see. Nuclear warmongers. Nope. Folks, that, that pretty well tells you who Klaus Schwab is, okay? He's a no-good Nick, <laughs> okay? He's, he started out bad and uh, never had a chance to be good and uh, just continued to get worse and worse and worse. So, anyway, you have an idea of who we're dealing with and what we're dealing with. Maybe what's a better word? Uh, we don't know how many... Uh, entities he has living inside of him. I'm sure he has quite a few, uh, just like Hitler had. And so let's uh, get out of that screen. We had like two times of what I had already read left, and I was like, there's no way, man. So what do we have? We have... A man who runs the World Economic Forum, who has machinations of taking over the world and making a one-world government called the Great Reset, who has a helper named Yuval Harari, who's got all kinds of interesting things that he wants to do. Um, I did a show on him uh, probably about eight or ten months ago. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's in the archives on, uh, well, wherever the, you got this show from. And um, it's, it's, he's quite interesting. He's, I would say if there's a man that's, uh, if, if they had a contest of who's going to be the Antichrist, he would be, uh, he would win it by far with no one near uh, as a runner up. So um, I got to give the guy credit. He tells you the evil that he wants to do. You know, I hope he never gets the way to uh, away with it and a way to do it. But um, you know, he's he told he tells everybody what his plans are, and uh, so people can either act on that or just uh, 
do like people usually do roll over and do nothing. Um, so, okay. So we have those entities and we have others too. We have the Bill Gateses that are partnered up with him and Bill Gates has, um, kind of a secret love affair with, uh, the Rockefellers and, um, they, they both work together and help each other in their little causes. Um, so there's that. And he, I mentioned Ted Turner. Ted Turner is a has-been. Um, I don't know if he's involved in anything out in the open anyway. Um, so this has been going on or been planned for quite a while, folks. Uh, Kissinger kind of alluded to it at the beginning, uh, in the 70s and early 80s. And... Um, it's just, uh, it's been in the works for ages. It's just that now we're starting to hear more and more about it and we're starting to get the, um, the lowdown, so to speak. Um, so this is uh, what they have planned. Okay. Um, and it lines up perfectly with scripture. It really does. Um, it says that the beast went to war with the saints and that sounds like what they were talking about with hating Christianity and wanting to eliminate it. And it says that he prevailed, too. Okay. So there's that. And um, they want to set up a Fourth Reich, which is the same as the, uh, uh, what was it? The fourth, um, fourth Industrial Revolution. Did a show on that, too. That was pretty good. You got to go check that one out. It's in the archives also. Um, and... Uh, so you got all these people that are trying to get together to change our world. And uh, part of it was part of their elimination plan was uh, the COVID-19 vaccines. And we really don't know for four or five or six years now what that's going to do. Uh, we see people dropping de dead um, left and right, uh, mostly when they're exercising. And, and, you know, it makes sense because if you got blockages in your brain or your heart, um, pumping more blood or trying to pump more blood through that heart. It's going to bring a lot of problems, you know? Um, so we got that. Um, it, and supposedly there's another um, pandemic. that's supposed to happen later this, this year, early next year. Um, but I think there's too many people that are hip to it and spreading the word already that if it happens, it's fake, you know? Um, yeah, so there's that. And um, you got to realize that here, especially here in the United States, that these people are desperate now. They know that the American people have caught on and that we're not very happy about what's happening. And uh, and usually Americans can rise up and do something about it. Hopefully, anyway, Americans will. So um, interesting days ahead, wouldn't you say? And... Uh, but always remember, if you're walking and you, if you know Yeshua in your heart and you belong to him, you have nothing to worry about. Okay, absolutely nothing. If uh, if a need comes up, he'll meet it. Okay. If you need safety, well, you'll have safety. If you need heat, you'll have heat. And you put any word in there that you want to put in there. And, um, you know that Yahweh is going to supply it, that Yeshua is going to give it to you. Um my advice, get into your Bible more, pray a lot. 
talk to our Lord, talk to your Lord, talk to Yeshua. That's what he's there for, to talk to, to, to arbitrate for us, but to um, answer questions for us or point us in the right direction anyway. And don't forget to love people. I know it's, it's really hard this time uh, in history, but, uh, you know, turn the other cheek if you get a chance and um, just do what Yeshua said, <laughs> that the greatest gift is love. So that's what we're supposed to manifest to everybody. So, well, folks, I'm going to go ahead and get off of this thing. Um, hope you got an education tonight. Hope that you're, uh, it's something that you guys uh, can uh, mull over and think about and pray about, of course. And uh, maybe when this starts happening, we can, we'll be the ones that'll be the, the revealers, you know, and, and let people know what's going on. And um, so if that's what your lot is or my lot, you know, let's let it happen. Okay. All right. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise upon you, be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, your lying down. May he be the one that gives you a peace that passes all understanding. And may you come to know, if you don't already, his, his son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, um, personally, in your heart, born again, and May you live the rest of your life knowing him and loving him and serving him in Yeshua's holy name. Amen and amen. Okay, good night, folks. We'll see you um, this Wednesday. We really will be there, me and Ralph. Um, we're going to do the show privately at 2 o'clock, and then I'll uh, fix it up and upload it um, here and also to the audio places that we put it. And, um, and so that'll be uh, Wednesday in a couple of days, okay? Anyway, uh, be blessed, folks. All right. And if you get a chance, uh, go visit Brian's site too. Um, I'm Awake, Are You? It's on YouTube. Check him out. He's got some really good stuff on there. Okay. All right. Good night, y'all. Goodbye.